This is your brother James, and this is Easy Sex is Not Clean, and Clean Sex is Not Easy. Today I'm going to finish up our series on If I Had a Son. This is the finale. Um, I, I actually went back to my pornography series, and I'm going to segue into a, like a remastered version of it after this. Uh, and I'm going to start adding in our scripture memory uh, segments at the end of each episode from here on out. Uh, but today I am going to uh, insert a clip from a previous episode in the pornography uh, segment uh, talking about, you know, the history and the background of it. But to start off, I just wanted to talk about the lust of the eyes. OK, so I'm going to I'm going to start off with a scripture with a scripture reading in First John chapter two, verse 14 through 17. It goes like this. It says. I have written to you fathers because you have known him who is from the beginning. And I have written to you sons because you have known the father. And I have written to you young men because you are strong. And the word of God abides in you. And you have overcome the wicked one. Do not love the world or the things in the world. For anyone that loves the world, the love of the father is not in them. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the father, it's of the world. And the world is passing away in the lust of it, but he who does the will of God will live forever. So to focus, I wanted to focus on the lust of the eyes. And uh, nowadays, there's just so much being thrown at us that it's it's very difficult to protect your eyes from the things that are, are thrown. And when you have lust for the eyes, it's it's a deception. Right. You're, the, the lust that you see with your eyes, you know, you're lusting after something or somebody. It doesn't necessarily have to be somebody, but it, it usually is. But it doesn't have to be. It could be um, you see somebody uh, doing well in their business and they're making a ton of money and you see them and you lust after what they have. And that is also, you know, that is also uh, lust, lust of the eyes. OK. And. Um, I think the, the, the best way for me to describe this is, is it's better to start at as soon as you can to start fighting the urge to look at things that you lust after as soon as you can. And it, it's not about, you know, giving in, you know, I, I hear a lot of, a lot of men, uh, talk about how it's just like, well, it's, you know, I'm a man, I'm going to struggle with it no matter what. Or you can, you know, I, I, I would argue if you're in that place, you're probably succumbing to it, not fighting it, you know, but like, like there's a difference between fighting and, and, and succumbing, right? A, a vast difference. There's something, you know, then there's people who struggle in an area and, you know, they just need, need, need to put a little bit more effort or, you know, put, put a little bit more, um, onus on understanding like hey i need to fight this rather than just give into it okay so the the lust of the eyes is a is an extremely you know uh gray area you know because there's always these things there's these things out there that are just there for us to see and it's hard to avoid them nowadays you know you, you could be you could be driving down the road and there's a billboard and there's somebody who's you know exposing themselves in a way or, or, you know, just somebody walking down the road. It's just, it's just really difficult to fight the urge to look. And the better, you know, the sooner you do that, the better off you're going to be. And if I had a son, I would tell him that because 
it'll make your it'll make your your mind more at peace and it'll make your marriage better because then you have put in the effort to fight for your eyes to be only for the person that you're with and to love So to continue our conversation on lust of the eyes, I'm going to go directly into the question, what is pornography and where does it come from? Thing I want to address is the definition or the word. Where does the word come from? So in the Greek, it's originally from two two words, porny, which means prostitute or porni, and then graphene, which is to write. So this was originally defined as any work of art or literature depicting the life of prostitutes. So the following timeline, along with the definition I just gave you, is from the source of John Philip Jenkins, who is a who wrote an article uh, in courtesy of Britannica, okay, which is an ex uh, encyclopedia, okay. So. Real quick, the timeline. So printing technology was available in the Enlightenment period of uh, the 1700s. By 1752, books by John Cleland were published, Fanny Hill and Memoirs of a Woman of Pleasure. And then French art began uh, began to become more graphic by this time as well. Um, as uh, before this time, you know the the Greeks and the the architecture of the time could have been labeled as pornography. Uh, also, the uh, in India there was also other um, architecture that could be labeled as pornography, but I didn't want to mention that because um, it was not as relevant as it was by the t- by 1750. So um, the next part was in 1837. There was 50 pornographic shops in. England by that time um the first film of pornography was recorded by 1920 and then and by the 1960s the market increased uh a lot especially in America and then obviously in the internet emergence in 1990 was kind of the beginning of what is now basically the largest industry um, no one really talks about in the world. So that's that's the history, a brief timeline. Please listen to that again if you need to hear that. Um, the next thing is what does it do to your brain? Okay, so now this is the important part. Now, uh, most of my information is coming from an article written by Donald Hilton and Clark Watts called The Pornography Addiction, A Neuroscience Perspective. Okay, Um Real quick, just so you understand, the frontal lobe of your brain is the front part and it controls your decision making. Judgment and control is what they call it, okay? Now, um, something I'm going to talk about in on episode three, or in, excuse me, in my next episode, episode two, where I talk about my personal history and the effect of pornography on, on my brain or, or what it did previously um, I was, I was given the opportunity to get my brain balanced through a, um, therapy, uh, a zero gravity therapy anyway. So they, they described to me as having a break in a gas in your brain and the, 
gentleman in this article referred to the brake system as something that is what keeps you from from pursuing any more um, activities that are related uh, the, the the actual term that they use in their article which they quote from uh, these two guys uh, Bostic and Bucci from Mayo Clinic they say the the decreased interest in pursuing goal directed activities central to survival so this brake system is completely stuck okay your brake system so you so your brain is designed to work with a brake and a gas and basically your brake is stuck all the way down and you can't even use the gas so you can't go you're stuck and that's what this ultimate effect has on your brain okay so in short that's what they're saying but to to go in a little bit deeper okay drugs taken externally such as cocaine and opioids okay have the same effect on your frontal cortex your frontal lobe but i was just talking about the break in the gas system right which which controls your judgment and can and your control or, or self-control on what you're going to do also the natural human processes of addiction such as eating food and sex which are natural human processes but also can lead to addiction such as being obese or having a sexual addiction such as a pornographic addiction have the same effect as cocaine and opioids on your brain is what they found okay again this is an article by Donald Hilton and Clark Watts um, so compulsive consumption of natural rewards okay so we're we're con like when we're watching these extremely stimulating images which we don't understand what actually is going on behind the scenes is that these people are being controlled by drugs and money to do these obscene acts in the most horrific like demonstrative ways and and, and I, I i can attest i've seen these and i've watched them regularly so i know exactly what it is and i know what it does and I will tell you that that quote about decreased interest in pursuing goal-directed activities central to survival was very apparent in my life. Okay, so now, uh, now that we kind of know where it comes from, the original meaning, and then what it can do to your brain with the overuse of it, we can now proceed. Okay, and ultimately, I, I hope that this sets you free from any addiction that you have over sex and pornography. Uh, my next episode will be my personal history and effect it had on me. This was your brother James and this was Easy Sex is Not Clean and Clean Sex is Not Easy.